Hey, 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 folks. Welcome. Welcome back to a Basement Show podcast. Short. That's right, baby. That's right. All right, T. Uh, T. We got mascot history today. This oh, is yeah. yeah. This is about the very first Kellogg's mascots. They were Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Also, things that my body does every morning. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Is it's, it the cereal? That's right. Or my bones. Yes. It's all inclusive. Yes. All right. So it turns out that the oldest food mascots to grace the Kellogg's brand are Snap. Crackle and Pop. And their rise to fame makes a very interesting story. Food, for the most part, is silent. Sure, your stir fry may sizzle on a scorching hot plate as the waiter delivers it to your table, and you oh. duck down in your booth, embarrassed. <laughs> it is embarrassing. <laughs> also, much like fajitas. Yes. When they come out there and they're like, don't touch it, it's hot. You want to touch Flaming it. Flaming hot. Yes. And your bacon may offer an impressive collection of spitting noises while it burns you Ooh, before yeah. it reaches optimum crispness or cripsy, as I would say. But once these meals have made it to your placemat, they usually sit there silently, uttering nary a peep. Rice Krispies, however, are different, just oh, like the Basement yeah. Show podcast. They're unafraid to speak up and keep diners entertained, which is what we do. <laughs> Even if their vocabulary is limited to snaps, crackles, and pops. It is this unique characteristic that led the first Rice Krispies slogan, Listen to the Fairy Song of Health, merry chorus sung by Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Oh, as they merrily snap, crackle, and pop in a bowl of milk. <laughs> if you've never heard food talking, now's your chance. Not exactly the snappiest words ever strung together, but the promise of chatty... Oh, I lost my place. Chatty cereal appeared <laughs> to woo... Uh, <laughs> I love that. To woo radio audiences purchase this rice-based breakfast food. Yes, Americans have been listening to their cereal bowls since 1928 when Kellogg's Rice Krispies made their first public appearance per Kellogg's. It truly is a breakfast favorite. But how did the cereal's distinctive noises morph into three pointy-eared spokespeople? <sighs> According to Retro Planet, in 1932, artist Vernon Grant was compelled to create a trio of gnomes, one for each Rice Krispie sound. Yes, they were originally gnomes, <laughs> and not particularly attractive ones either. Ugly-ass gnome-have-an-ass host. All right, Grant, Grant pitched his idea to the cereal maker and Snap, Crackle, and Pop sprung to life. Pop Icon reports that Snap was the first to grace cereal boxes in 1933 and that his brothers would enter the spokesperson realm in 1941. And in 1949, they transformed from gnome to elf by getting more size-appropriate headwear, losing several years <laughs> off their age, and adopting more colorful mm. attire. They must have been hanging out with the Keebler elves getting some <laughs> style tips up in the oak tree. Here, have a cookie. Mm. While the trio was likely thrilled to appear on the small screen for the first time in 1955, they know they had truly made it when their likenesses were transformed into one-foot-tall stuffies and shipped to excited small children across the country. The Kellogg site says all that was requ were required was a cereal box top and 15 cents. Ooh, there is that's no, a day's wage. I know, right? You can get that with your Orphan Annie Dakota ring, too. Drink your Oval Tea. 
There is no denying that when a mascot becomes the equivalent of an action figure, it has truly become a cultural icon. That's what we're on our way to, T. Guaranteed. <laughs> Over the years, the trio has undergone a few further cosmetic changes. In 1979, the year of yours truly's birth, their eyes became larger, rounder, and closer together. They each received some subtle and not-so-subtle wardrobe changes, and in 2008, their image entered the modern era with digital enhancements. Ooh. Meanwhile, their careers evolved as quickly as their appearances. Um, let's see. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, you lost your place, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> but did you know? I didn't want to tell you. <laughs> Don't be mad. But did you know that there is an unexpected connection between the Rolling Stones and Rice Krispies mascots? Tell us how. That's right. In the 1960s, the Rolling Stones performed a Rice Krispies commercial that featured each one of their names. And that's not all. This talented threesome has proved that they are more than just pretty faces by forming their own rock band, mastering the art of race car driving, tackling, bowling, and baseball, and staring down a giant guinea pig. Rice Krispies is also known as Rice Bubbles in Australia and New Zealand. They've been voiced by such cartoon legends as Dawes Butler, Don Messick, and Frank Welker. There have been multiple flavors, such as Cocoa Krispies, Vanilla, ooh, Strawberry, <laughs> Pumpkin Spice in the Fall, and uh -huh. Holiday Krispies around the Christmas holiday. There is no denying that these elfish little men have led full lives over the decades, and mysteriously, with every year that passes, they appear to get a little younger. I'm so jealous. So it would seem that in the realm of cereal mascots, a bowl of Rice Krispies is the equivalent of the fountain of youth. Who knew? Oh. So pour some milk in your bowl and ring that bell to hear the snap, crackle, and pop oh. when we release <laughs> mediocre content, entertainment. And be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And we'll be back next week with a what tea? Oh, a full episode. That's right. I am so excited, and I just can't hide it. That's right, everybody. Have a good day. Kisses to you. Enjoy it. Snap. Uh. Crackle. Crackle. Uh.